Hello, welcome to the latest podcast from World Radio Gardening. Well, the year waits for no man as spring hurtles towards summer. Ken Crowther has been catching up with Andrew Tokley on the King Seeds garden plot just to see how things are going. These plots here, we just remind people, were the new ones that you took on. Now, when I last came, they were very rough dug, to put it mildly. They were, yes, and uh, it's uh, there was... Well, I think there was nothing one. In. There was nothing in them at all, and uh, but I managed to get them pulled down. Um, the one that I dug the last, which was uh, a little bit too hard to pull down because we hadn't had enough moisture because it's been very, very dry, was the only one that I had to put a rotavator over to knock down. The rest of them I've knocked down by hand. Because you're not a keen rotavator. I'm man. not. No, I mean I actually use a cultivator on this, so it was actually which is slightly different. So it's got a. A, the blades are on the back and that hits hits a plate so that way it crushes the soil up quite nicely whereas the other ones sort of dig themselves in and make a pan so that uh, was a bit easier so right let's look at the first plot here because it's netted i know why it's netted because you get a lot of pigeon up here and it's got brassicas in it so tell us about the brassicas what right. you got so these were all sown in the greenhouse in uh, uh, march and um, planted out so i've got uh, brussels sprouts and one row at the back um, which there'll be another row come in front of those. I've left the space for They'll those. They'll be younger. So, yeah, which mature a bit later, so give you continuity. Then we start with um, Caraflex cabbage, which is the replacement for Hispy, because that's disappeared. There's a new um, broccoli there, which is uh, like a Calabrese-type broccoli, but a lot of people will know tender stem. Yeah. Um, well, next year there's a new one coming out called Stemia, um, and the beauty of that is it makes a head like a calabrese, but it all comes on individual stems. So, oh, when so you, you can cut, cut them individually? Or if you cut it, it all falls apart. And unlike broccolis, you don't get that horrible yellow bit around the outside. That all comes as individuals. Um, following on from that, we've got um, a row of cabbage um, cabice, which is the cabbage that you can eat raw because it's very, very good and sweet, if you wish. Um, two rows of cauliflowers, um, which... You like your collie? Well, I, I like to have a little go at them. Um, I do like a few cauliflowers and cauliflower cheese. And then there's a cabbage called Brigadier, which... Um, oh, that's well known, isn't it, Brigadier? That, yeah, it makes a very, very big cabbage. But mm. you need to plant it early um, because I want it for a show in September. So you you have to plant it early to get a big head on it. And most of these are available through different seed companies, aren't they? They are, yeah. Most seed companies will offer these varieties or similar ones, yeah. Um, what about that new one? Who's that going to be through? That would be, for, well, at the moment I know that we're going to offer it at King's. That's at King's, yeah. yeah. we're going to offer it at King's, so uh, that'll be in the 2018 catalogue. It's amazing, isn't it? Stuff moves on. Now, yeah. that, talking of moving on, let's move down here, because here, um, Andrew, you've got flower pots. <laughs> now, have, you're growing flower pots on this plot, aren't you? Well, not quite, no. I've got some potatoes on here. And, uh, you can see actually a couple peeking through there, can't yeah, you? Yeah, they're peeking through, and... Uh, Last night that was predicted that we were going to get um, a ground frost and those had got so far that I couldn't mould the soil up, earth them up any further. Mm -hmm. So I just put a flower pot over the top of them just to give them a little bit of protection. Now just for people at home who are growing potatoes, whether they're in tubs or in, in the ground, if they get burnt, does it really stop the plant growing dramatically? It will stop them for a little while, but they will actually grow out of it. Um, so is it that important then? It's not that important. It will just delay your crop. And you, what sometimes happens, if the potato has started to form potatoes already, it will then secondary produce another lot of potatoes. So instead of getting a crop of maybe larger potatoes, you'll get 
probably the same size crop or sometimes a bit bigger, but smaller potatoes. So that, that can happen. Um, I know a farmer who, not far from here, a couple of years ago, he had a whole load burnt off. And he was thought, well, do we leave them? Do we plough them in? Um, and um, he left them, and he had the best crop we'd ever had because they were all very small ones, and that was at a time yeah. when there wasn't many small potatoes, so we got extra money for them. So it's, uh, it swings around. It swings around. Now, just this, you've got one row, though, it's completely covered in fleas, haven't you? I have, yeah. Well, that was uh, the first row that I put in of Early's um, Maris Bard, because um, I do like a few early potatoes, and those were under a cloche, and they outgrew the cloche, and because of the weather, and because they're a little bit softer, I decided I'd put a bit of fleece over the top. So that's the heavy-duty fleece. Um, and oh, that, what, about three or four degrees? Yeah, and um, so that way it's raised above the plants, so it's not actually sitting on them, which can be a problem if you have fleece and you ever do have a frost. If it's actually sitting on them, it can still burn them. Um, so it's raised above them just to give them that little bit of protection, and if the weather turns, well, then that will come off. Now, of course, the third plot in this in this new one um, has got a lovely crop of peas. Now, look, they're in flower, aren't they? They are, yeah. Now, what? Uh, now, let's just look at the height. In my money, they're about uh, over a foot, nearly eighteen inches yeah, high. They are, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, these were raised in the greenhouse. That's so the centre row, is it, or both? Both, rows? both rows. I've got two rows. I've got one row of twinkle, which is slightly shorter row, um, which should come in maybe the first. Um, so that's Twinkle. Those were sown on the 4th of March in the greenhouse. And then there was Avola sown just about the same time. So those were sown in trays, planted out on the plot as soon as the weather was okay. And at the same time as I planted those out, I then sowed a row direct of Hearst Greenshaft, which is a main crop pea. So the idea is I'll have a succession of pickings. Then when all the peas are gone, I'll leave the structure up because again I've got a net structure over the top. Um, I'll leave the structure up and I'll have a few extra brassicas in there or ready uh, to go into the winter. Exactly. Now just just on this, talk about picking peas because you're talking about you've, you sowed them in March. Yeah. You got flour. When do you reckon you'll, you'll be picking? I mean, I know we're reliant on the weather and we haven't a clue what the weather's going to throw at us yet. Have we? I would hope um, I'll be having a pick by third week of June. So we could do it. It's not that long, is it? So no. that's about another month. So. Yeah. yeah. So a month's time, I'll um, be able to yeah, have a, the have pee. a pee. That's have right. Pee. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so that's the new plot. And in just a moment, we'll look at your established plot, which you can tell the difference. Um, Andrew won't mind me saying the soil conditions are so much better on these original ones, but he'll get there on these. You see, it doesn't matter how long you've been doing the job, there's always work to be done. Andrew Tokley on the King's Seeds Garden Plot, the newly established garden plot. We'll return to the more established garden plot in just a moment. You're listening to World Radio Gardening. Visit our website regularly for updated podcasts. Well now, what about that established plot? What's growing in the garden? We'll return to Ken Crowther speaking to Andrew Tokley on the King's Seeds Garden Plot. Now, the soil here has had many years of compost, hasn't it? Many years of compost added, whether it be mushroom compost or the area that we're looking at here. Last year had um, some potatoes on it, and then all the pots and baskets and everything I have at home, I bring up here and I tip out onto here, so it's got had plenty of um, peaty compost added into it as well. And it's a dark brown 
rich soil. You can't describe it any other way. Can no, you? it is. That's it's nearly good. like Gardener's World soil. Well, um, <laughs> uh, probably better than this. Um, but uh, most likely, it's, it it's no. It's it's been well cultivated over the years, and and the difference between this soil and on my new plot is when I dig this, I hardly have to put my foot on the spade. That was a lot harder. Right, row of beetroot. Right. Now they're, they're, they're looking good, you can see the colour, they're about a couple of inches high. So when are we going to be pulling beetroot? Do you thin them? I will be, yeah, I'll be thinning those. Um, so again, it's going to, it's probably going to be early July before you actually see and start with pulling those. But uh, Do you use the small one, the pickings of leaf or not worry? Occasionally, not, I'm not a great fan of it. I mean, I, occasionally I will do it, but... Um, they're, they're about at the size now that want thinning in the next few days anyway. Now look to the next block. You've got one, two, three, four rows there. Now I can see that they're radish. Now radish, you always tell me, are a, a good tester for the soil. Is that right? Yep. Um, the first row of radish I sowed was the row on the other plot they're there. Big, aren't yeah, they? and um, but that was my test to see that the um, the soil was okay. These were sown as a marker in between my parsnips. And as you can see, in between the radishes, the parsnips are coming through. That's right, just, just yeah. showing, aren't they? And those were sown on the 4th of April. Wow. So, but what people Slow, forget... Yeah, well, what people th forget is, with parsnips, under ideal conditions, you know, when it's warm soil, warm weather going to take three to four weeks to germinate under cool conditions which we've had over a month can take six to eight weeks and so yours a lot are the, about right for about, the cool about, weather yeah. aren't they? and they're just you know they only really just started to poke through um a couple of three days ago um and you know the radishes were there a lot lot earlier so that the reason i do it is so it's an indicator so if you want to keep hoeing in between you can, you can see, see where, where your row is um and it's, it's so slightly different there's three rows there which i actually punch a hole in the ground, fill them with compost, sow the seeds in. Uh, and the th fourth row is I've sown them direct into the soil, and those will be more for my eating last ones. These ones will eat them, but I use a food for show as well. Yeah. So. Now over here you've got some shallots. shallots. Now shallots were in when I last came, weren't they? They were, yeah, so they'll stay in. They'll, um, they're now What's the starting... one on the end? That's a new one, um, one called Longor. Uh, well, I say new. It's, it's been loads around of heads for, there, isn't it? Yeah, it's been out for a while. They were very big bulbs. Um, I got given them, so I put those in um, around about December time, straight into the ground, and uh, they've sat there all winter. And they're they're, they're coming and they're splitting up. They're so there'll be some good, nice, yeah, be some nice uh, shallots there. So next to the shallots, we've got the radish. I'm going to have a quick look at the radish to see whether we got. Yeah, they're, they're yeah they're starting to show heads there. They've yeah. got good 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 size there. And then next to them, we've got well. This is a little experiment, really. Um, because of mildew on onions, Yeah. Um, a lot of people have trouble with mildew, and there is a variety of um, onion that you can grow called Santero. Now, Santero, as an onion set, I've had it, I got a few this year, but I don't think they'll continue because the onion sets itself are not a good onion commercially. So for what is sold in the hobby garden market. Isn't enough, is it? Isn't enough, so it's going to disappear. But you can buy Santero from seed. So I've got some Santero grown from seed. I've got a new one that I'm trialling out also that's supposed to be um, mildew resistant. Has that got a name yet or not? Um, yeah, it's, um, I can't remember the name. I'd have to look on the label on the other one. side. Yeah, that's a new one. And then I've got some Santero sets beside it. So you're trying really to look at 
varieties that hopefully won't get mildew. Hopefully won't get mildew. And if I still get a good enough onion growing from it seed. from seed. So obviously these were sown in, tra in modular trays inside. You'll see that some of them are in twos. Yeah. So there was two seeds sown. I will thin some of those um, and pull the thinning out and have it as an early spring onion. But the other, some of them I'm going to leave as two so that they grow side by side. So I get lots of smaller onions because I want some, because when you're cooking, you don't always want big you onions. No, you definitely, that's why I nearly always cook with shallots because it's easier. <laughs> yeah, so, so I'm going to grow somewhere there. Actually, you know, one will push against the other and you'll have some small ones. So that's a little test. That that'd, be, that'd be easy, interesting to watch because, you know, you're trialling out different things there. And, uh, and, you know, that's what it's about, isn't it, with veg growing? And not enough people try new varieties, do no, they? And, and it's also, the reason I'm doing it is I'm trying to find a solution to, to, a, your mildew. to, to a mildew. Because, you know, Santero sets were the, were the answer. I mean, last year was a bad year for mildew. They didn't get any. But because they're going to disappear, because it's not going to retain as a commercial variety. You've got to go forward. You've got to go forward and try and find something else. Carrots, is that? Because I, I even recognise those. But yeah. they're not very large, are they? They're, they're just they're coming through. Just coming through. Under, again, a bit of fleece. Is that to protect from... This is Enviromesh, yeah. Enviromesh. Ah, for uh, carrot fly. Carrot fly. So these, the first two rows were sown under um, Enviromesh cloche. Um, and so they're coming through. And then at the weekend, I took the cloche off, put this um, structure over and sewed another row beside them. So that will follow on from these two. Yeah, so which varieties have you used there then, Andrew? Well, I've used two different varieties. There's Carrot Romance, yeah. which is an early one. And then my favourite these days for eating is one called Eskimo. Uh, the booty of Eskimos, you can sow it, although its name suggests it likes the cold. It does. Um, it, it does. It does. <laughs> um, you can sow it all the way through the year, and oh, my really? last sowing, it will actually, you can leave it in the ground right the way through the winter. It will pull up with the cold. And it, it won't be affected through the winter That's at all. That's really important, isn't it? That is. So, I mean, um, an Eskimo makes a good size finger carrot, if you like, and yeah. it's incredibly sweet. So, Romance will be my first pull. Followed by Eskimo, then I've got another row of Eskimo after that. Then in June I'll sow another row somewhere else um, just to carry on right through to Christmas. Do um, people still use, um, f is it fly away? Does fly away keep the keep the white, the fly, the carrot fly away really or um, can yeah. you still get attacked by it? You can. Um, carrot fly away has got some fly, carrot fly resistance, but they found that if you only grew fly away on its own and there was carrot fly in the area, you would still get an attack. So what they suggested that, and they found out is that you should grow a, another variety beside it if you're growing fly away, sort of as a sacrificial crop. So the idea is then that the fly would then go for the other variety and leave your fly away free. The easiest way is to grow under environment. Environment yeah, should work better. Yeah. Now over here you've got uh, some more beetroot, some more, are they spring onions? Spring onions, yes. And some lettuce, which is, they're coming on yeah. well. So the spring onions were sown in modules again um, in the greenhouse and planted out just as a clump and then they'll be lifted as a clump so they won't be long before we can have a few nice spring onions. And so were those beetroot. They were sowed in modules in the greenhouse so that I've got some earlier ones. Um, I should probably thin a little bit but I won't thin them completely and again they'll grow so I have some nice little baby beets um, to harvest. The lettuce, I've got some which are under... Um, cloches. I was going to say they're nearly ready. They are, they are nearly ready, yeah. So I put those in. So um, I've got uh, a couple of um, rows of those. And they put up with a fair bit of cold, don't they, a lettuce? They will do, yeah. Um, the, Which variety is that one? That one's Annalena. 
um, which is a lovely butterhead type lettuce. And the red one under there is called Intred, um, which um, is a, a very good uh, red cos as well. And then you've got these ones sitting outside with L no cover at all. Which was sown a bit later, and that's Little Gem. Um, at home, I've got um, another batch ready to go out. So every two to three weeks, I sow a small amount of lettuces and I prick them out into modules and then I plant them out. And that way you can fill up empty gaps um, and you have a succession because the, a lot of the trouble is people, they fill their whole plot and they say, oh, I could do some more lettuces and they ain't got nowhere to put them. Whereas when these lettuces come off, I'll probably put some beans here and that sort of thing. So I've got room to, you know, I can keep the ground full. So don't use the whole packet of seeds in one go. You don't. I mean, in anything really. No, do you? I mean, when you're sowing lettuces, I mean, if you buy a packet of lettuce, that should at least last you three, four sowings if you sow a little bit in a pot and then you prick them out. I mean, I grow 24 lettuces in a batch and that's enough to keep us going you know until the next batch come on okay you might have the odd little waste amongst those but you know it's the way to do it really so really looking at the weather we haven't a clue what that's going to do we're still getting predictions of cold nights aren't we i we mean are. that's not going away at all but our biggest problem is lack of water isn't it lack of water yet yeah, we could do with a good rain i mean i think in the last six weeks we've had around seven mil. That's nothing. Nothing at all. And the trouble is, often we've had the rain, then immediately after we've had a cold east wind and it's blown the rain out of the soil anyway. So we need a rain. It's um, It will make things look completely different if we have a rain. Well, I'm going to live in hopes for rain. We'll have to keep doing rain dances and <laughs> praying for rain. And I'll be back in about a month or so and we'll have a look and see. I'm hoping to taste those peas. What do you reckon? Hopefully. I think we're all still waiting for that rain. Andrew Tokley on the King Seeds garden plot, the established plot and the new plot, speaking to Ken Crowther on World Radio Gardening. Thank you for listening. Visit our website for the next edition of World Radio Gardening. Coming soon.